prepare to experience the strongest radio allowable by law. Secrets will be revealed. Myths dispelled. From the studio gym where excuses never apply. It's Superhuman Radio with your host, Carl Lenore. Welcome back to another episode of Superhuman Radio. We have a great show planned today. We're going to be talking about blood flow restriction. Uh, this is a follow-up to previous shows that we've done. We actually have uh, real human beings from the audience, live listeners, that are going to tell you their experiences, good and bad, about using blood flow restriction uh, to build more muscle. Uh, before we do that, today is uh, February 10th, 2020. Uh, for those of you listening to the show 100 years from now, and, uh, of course, we have to pay homage to our title sponsor, uh, Legendary Foods, eatlegendary.com. Uh, the Tasty Pastry is an amazing thing. If you haven't, if you're not friends with me on Facebook or Instagram, then you didn't see the creation I made with two Tasty Pastries, strawberry Tasty Pastries, which look like, uh, uh, but taste better than Pop-Tarts and actually have nine grams of protein, less than one gram of sugar, and three to four grams of impact carbohydrates. And I took two of them, and then I took Legendary Foods uh, uh, cashew butter with the, it's called blueberry cinnamon bun, cashew butter, it's so good, and smeared it on one of them, and then put them together, and I made a sandwich out of them, and they were amazing, and I put it up on Facebook and Instagram, and everybody's saying they're going to try them. Uh, if you don't have the things you need to make that, you can go to eatlegendary.com. And get it there and show them some love because they are our title sponsor. Okay, so I am going to bring people on uh, one by one here in no special order. Uh, The first guy to come on is going to be Tommy Duncan as soon as I get my solo turned off. And uh, here comes Tommy. And then, of course, we're going to have Rigo Vargas. And then lastly, uh, Gerard Benton. And here he comes now. There we go. And now we're all on the screen. And uh, how you guys doing? Let's go first of all. Tommy Duncan, where do you live, Tommy? Uh, he can't hear me, it looks like, huh? Let's see what's not working. Uh, Rigo, can you hear me? I can. Okay. And Gerard, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, but Tommy can't. Let's just see what's going on here. Let me just look. Again, this is the first time I've ever had this many people on, and sometimes you have to look for little buttons to press. Tommy, can you hear me okay? Tommy Duncan. Tommy? <laughs> Tommy can't hear me. I don't know what's going on. Um, so here's what we're going to do. I'm going to take Tommy down for, for a minute, and we'll put him back up here in just a moment. Um, Tommy, if you can hear me while you're in the lobby, can you hear me, Tommy? Oh, this is turning out not the way I want it to. Let's see something here. Tommy, if you can't hear me, uh, we're going to have to keep you in the lobby for now, and we'll get him fixed here in the next commercial break. Uh, so let's start out with uh, uh, Rigo and Gerard for a second. Um, Talk about you. Tell me about yourselves first of all, Rigo. What do you do, and and then we'll get to Gerard. Uh, what you do? What do you do for? Uh, I'm a forensic scientist. I work for the uh, 
Mississippi Forensics Laboratory here at the uh, the Biloxi Lab. Okay, All right. very exciting lifestyle, I would imagine. That that sounds like really cool stuff. And from forensic, uh, are you talking about like um, post crime type forensic stuff, or you, what are you looking at, and what are you trying to to unravel? Yeah, it's post crime. So a lot of folks think that when you do. Someone who does forensics does yeah. all the forensics. Oh yeah. And okay. Okay. Hold on. He just he's working now. <clears throat> Hold on, Tommy. There you go. We didn't have your volume, Tommy, before, and I need you to. You, there we go. I need the top of your head is missing. So if you could fix that while we're talking to Rigo, that'd be great. So again, it it is crime based, huh? Yes. Yes. I'm actually a forensic document examiner. So. Uh, forensics is extremely specialized. A lot of folks don't realize if you're a, a firearms examiner, that's all you do. If you're a DNA analyst, that's all you do. So, you know, on TV, when one guy or one woman does multiple disciplines, that, that's just, that's fake. So, but I, I analyze mostly handwriting, but anything that's related to a document that that's, uh, it's questioned. Really? So, so like forgeries, like somebody who has forged uh, a will or something like that, that would be your, your wheelhouse then. Yeah, exactly. I was just in uh, Louisiana last week for a a case, a forgery case. That was that was a private case. They allowed me to do private work on the side as long as it's civil cases. And so I had gone to Lafayette, Louisiana for a case that was exactly that. It was a holographic will that uh, family was disputing that grandpa didn't write and didn't sign. Interesting. Hey, uh, Gerard, can you uh, adjust your camera so your head comes up a little bit? And Tommy, can, you can still hear me, right, Tommy? Tommy, can you hear me? I don't understand what's going on with Tommy's uh, connection here. He can hear me, and then he can't hear me. Um, Tommy, I'm going to have to take you out of the mix right now because we're having too much trouble with your uh, with your camera. But we'll get you. We'll get something set up during the break. So let's just do this. Let's hide him. Okay. So um, that's actually very fascinating. Um, you know, it, 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 it it's got to be. It's like putting puzzles together. How did you even get started in that? What made you want to be a forensic analyst of documents? <laughs> it was fate, I guess. I wanted to be a forensic scientist originally, and it was kind of a. This was back in 1997, so it was a while back, and it wasn't as popular as it is now. It was a little harder to get your foot in the door, and so the the handwriting discipline sort of fell in my lap. That's that's completely. It was just sort of a like I said, it was a fate thing. But it's good. I'm very glad. After I saw some of the things that some of the other examiners have to deal with, I'm glad I'm one of those. I was going to say, I was going to say, you're lucky you're do- document related because I was going to ask you, Jeffrey Epstein, did he kill himself? <laughs> <laughs> I think we all know that. Did he leave a will? <laughs> anyway, okay, let's let let's go over to uh, Gerard now. Gerard uh, Benton, how are you, and what do you do for a living? I'm good. Uh, I, uh, I'm a technology analyst for a large financial firm. I work from home, um, so that that's really nice. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm mainly responsible for getting a lot of financial data into the firm in the morning and, you know, out a little bit later on in the day. So um, that, that sums up what I do. Um, been doing that for quite some time now, um, and uh, it, it, it's it's – it may not sound fun, but it's something I, I actually enjoy doing. Uh, a lot of times it's fixing issues and, you know, it, it, it's putting the puzzle pieces back together. And, and you know, that that's always keeps things interesting. So um, are you from the East Coast originally? I am, yep. Where are you yeah, from? I, I was born and raised in Saratoga Springs, New York. 
so I hear so I hear the I hear the East Coast, and I forgot about that. I forgot you're, you're you're originally from Saratoga. I spent a lot of time in Saratoga as a kid because I worked on the racetrack when I was a kid. Yep. I dropped out of high school and I went to work at Aqueduct. And every August we would go to Saratoga Springs with the horses, and I have such fond memories and some scary ones of uh, of Saratoga, uh, you know, uh, Lake George. Uh, they had a yep. they had a club up in Lake George called DJ's Disco. We used to go to all the time, and um, I, and I'm I'm 61, so I don't expect these places to even still be there, but uh, such fond memories of the Rip Van Dam Hotel. Yep. Oh yeah, the, I I went to school just a block away from that. So, and, you know, that I, I spent many days at the track. I've even worked there, um, you know, and a, I, always, I always got a little excited the, all, all through the years listening to this show, and you would talk about Saratoga, and, you know, I'd say, oh, yeah, that's where I'm from. So, you know, it, it, it was kind of cool. It's a great city. They, you know, they, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, a lot of things to do. Tommy, if you can hear me, sit tight. We're going to bring you back in during the commercial break. Just nod if you can hear me, Tommy. He can't hear me. I don't know what's going on with that connection. Anyway, um, okay, so let's start with uh, with Rigo. Uh, had, had you been thinking about blood flow restriction? What made you step up and, and first of all, buy the BFR bands from Be Strong? Well, I had never heard of it <clears throat> until your podcast. So, And you guys talked about it a lot. And one of the things that interested me is I, you know, I'm 49. I'm not young buck. And I just had, I recently had like 15 years of chronic back pain uh, that I just sort of rectified about two years ago. And I didn't really want to, you know, I was just starting to get back in the gym pretty heavily, but I didn't want to re-injure anything. So I was a little, a little bit tentative. And, but I was starting, you know, I mean, I'm not a big guy, you know, I'm not a, I'm a very regular Joe. You know, I don't do any Ironman triathlons. I, you know, I never won any bodybuilding competitions or nothing like that. But, uh, you know, I started getting into some pretty decent squats and uh, deadlifts in the back. My back felt it a little bit. So when the opportunity to maybe get heavy weight results, but with using, you know, a lot less weight, you know, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm all about that. You know, I, I definitely want to try it. So that's what got me into Well, you know, I, I never knew there was such a thing. And then when you, and I think Coach Rob were talking about it. I thought that sounds like something I'd definitely like to try. So I I paused a little bit and I finally pulled the trigger. And then yeah, so that that was why I wanted to get some of them, you know, heavyweight results without having to you know shatter my back. Yeah, and I, I'm where you are right now. I, I'm actually have been going through a, a kind of a chrysalis moment in my life. I, I'm looking at the way I've trained in the past. I, I think I sh- I don't know if you've heard some of the recent shows, but I shared that. Um, my level of training in the past couple months elicited a response that raised uh, a protein called ProBNP, which is indicative, high levels of it are indicative of heart failure. Now, I'm not, I don't have heart failure at all, but the level of stress I was putting on my, on my heart day in and day out, training the way I train, and I was training three days on, and two to three days off. And by the third day of training, I, I was pretty wrecked. And I always thought that that's the way you have to train to make progress. And I'm really rethinking it because at 61 years old, soon to be 62, it's more important to finish the race now for me. I've done all the heavy things. You know, I've squatted and I've deadlifted and I've done all those fun things that today people have, 
Instagram videos of, and I had no camera <laughs> when I was doing that stuff. But the, the reality is that I am actually looking at making BFR a forever thing for me because I, I want to maintain the level of muscle I have. I want to be able to still look and feel a certain way, but I don't want to put myself into positions where I may ever injure myself already again because I've had surgeries and some of them I haven't had and I've just lived with the broken parts. I don't want to ever have surgery again. Gerard, what about you? What made you step up? Had you been thinking about BFR? Uh, what's your story on that? You know, I've been hearing of BFR for, I don't know, five, six years now. Um, I think, you know, the, where I first heard of it was probably um, Lane Norton, uh, you know, was uh, brought it up. You know, I know him and some of his buddies really were big proponents of it, um, you know, and I, I tried, you know, the, the $10, $15 Amazon bands years ago. And, you know, they, they did nothing, you know, because right. you, you couldn't regulate the pressure. All it did was make your arms hurt, you know, um, you know, and uh, they, they weren't big enough for leg, you know, to, to wrap around your legs. Right. So you, you couldn't do anything with that. Um, so, you know, <clears throat> that was probably three, four years ago. I, I you know, dabbled in it. So no results, but, um, you know, but a little bit of black and blue on my arm, um, you know, and, and kind of gave up and said, you know what, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, you know, I'm not in a lab, I'm not a professional bodybuilder. So, uh, you know, BFR is not my thing. Um, and then when you brought it out or, you know, we're talking about it in November, I think I said, you know what, it, it's a little expensive, uh, but I, th I think it's worth, I think this is really worth the investment, um, you know, and uh, so I, I took the plunge uh, and, and got the BFR, uh, the, the B-Strong bands, you know, because I thought. Did you take, advan did you take advantage of the, the, the special kind of uh, financing that they have? I, I didn't, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it. I take, I, I, I take that initial hit if I can and, and just, then I don't have to worry about it later on. So it was a big purchase, but, um, you know, the, it was, uh, it, it was something I, I could do and it was definitely worth it. Um, so, you know, and, and, you know, the, the, the superhuman code, you know, d definitely took a few bucks off, made right. it, made it a little easier. Right. Um, but you know, the, it, it was, I, I'm glad I did it. It because you know I, I figured this right. is a cost that that I'm going to be you know seeing the benefits of for uh, quite some time. So um, it, it really is something worth doing. And 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 it, a lot of people make investments in supplements that do nothing, and they'll spend sixty, seventy, a hundred dollars a month on supplements that have questionable results. And the science behind blood flow restriction, we first talked about blood flow restriction on Superhuman Radio in 2006 uh, when I had one of the uh, Japanese scientists on the show uh, because then they were looking at it as a therapeutic approach to bring someone back from an, in, an injury. So if you, if you injured your leg and you weren't even able to do much of all, anything, they would use... Uh, BFR bands, just like the ones that B Strong makes. These were uh, pump up. They actually used blood pressure cuffs back then, which are too expensive to use. But they actually used blood pressure cuffs, and they pumped them up to a certain level that create they created restriction, not occlusion. The big difference. And 
They had these individuals do light stuff. And what they saw in their research was the muscle responded like they were doing heavy stuff. Uh, growth factors increased. The, the, the muscles got bigger. They did get stronger. And then people were able to transition away from that and then just live their lives. And that's where this whole thing started. But those of us within the physical culture community, we decided, wow, if this works for people who are injured, what would it do for people who are healthy and going to the gym and training? And the results has played out. Uh, This is a very, very effective way of building muscle. Now, I have a good friend that I asked him, I said, you know, I was actually going to buy a pair for him for Christmas. And he said, no, he goes, I want to lift big boy weights. And so there's there's this illusion that in order to use blood flow restriction, you must be lifting light. And even though it's recommended by Be Strong and all their literature, and by the way, we have a typo. Uh, their their uh, their uh, URL is actually truncated. Their, the full URL, I'm going to put it up right now, is bestrong.training forward slash superhuman. And if you use the code SHR, you will get uh, a, a 10% discount. Uh, but but he said, you know, I I want to I want to I want to lift heavy weights, and you can still. I find they're very effective. You don't have to do the twenty five or thirty reps, but if you're just using moderate, let's say seventy percent of your one rep max, you can still do twelve to fifteen reps with it, and you feel that insane pump. And I kind of feel like that's the happy medium for those of us who are like, I don't want to do curls with twenty pound dumbbells. Just because it's effective, I still want to lift heavy weight, and you can with the uh, w- w- with uh, blood flow restriction. Have you found any truth to that, Rigo? Yeah, so <clears throat> I followed the protocol pretty to the to the letter because I was afraid, of, you know, because when you when you purchase them, you get access to their like website, and it's got a breakdown of. You know, they want your age and your gender and do you work out regularly, that kind of thing. And then based on the size of your arms and your legs, they kind of give you the millimeters, milligrams of mercury. And so, but there's also a bunch of safety videos too. talk. They they talk about hydration and DOMS or rhabdo. And I thought, yeah, I don't want any of that, you know. So I really sort of wussified it, I guess. You know, I did definitely low weight. Uh, you know, 30 reps, 30-second pause in between reps, and then 30 again. And that, I mean, the, the pumps are insane. Like, they really are. Yeah. And unlike nothing, like, truly. And But then I also loved the unilateral leg workouts that you and Coach Rob did. So I, I put a lot of those in there. And for some of them, like some of the, you know, the pistol squats, you don't need any weight. And if you can even do 15, I'd be impressed, you know. So I found out that, you know, even doing 10 or 12 reps with no weight at all with the leg bands on, doing something like pistol squats would work great. So I guess, yeah, I, I do find the same thing. Uh, if you want to raise the weight a little bit and do maybe 12, 15 reps as opposed to 30, that, I, that works really good. Right. How about you, uh, Gerard? What's your experience? Have you ever gone a little bit heavier with them? Not, not really. Um, I, I've kept everything uh, probably between uh, ten and thirty reps. Um, you know, I, I I don't think you know, a, a ten rep is is something too heavy. Um, 
you know, I, I have gotten into lower reps where, you know, I'll just keep doing sets until, you know, I can only do, you know, three or four reps left with that weight that I started with. Um, but I, I've kept, you know, the weights probably in the, the 50 to 60 percent uh, range um, and, and really try and hit the reps um, with the bands uh, and, and separated the strength work with the, you know, the, the three, five, eight rep work uh, for, for non-BFR training. So uh, Dr. Dominic D'Agostino, you guys know him, right? Yep. Dr. D'Agostino, oh. uh, the keto guy. So uh, he was communicating with a friend of mine. Uh, so someone warned me, like, don't go too heavy with them because uh, uh, Dr. Dag, he literally passed out one day with BFR bands on uh, training and squatting really, really heavy. Now, the squat is a different movement. I do not suggest anybody squat heavy with BFR bands because you, you already have a propensity to develop all, allostatic hyperten- hypotension where your blood pressure can drop dramatically uh, because your body is trying to keep the work going. And people pass out squatting without BFR bands on, you know? So, like, putting those on and then going in and trying to do a 700-pound squat, I, I don't think that's smart. Uh, but I do find that, especially with machine movements, I can go just as heavy with the BFR bands on and do, you know, a lower number of reps, 8, 10, 12 reps, and get an, a massive pump, a massive pump from it. And so that's, uh, that, you know, again, I know that the folks at Be Strong were like, no, don't do that because they have to do that. They can't recommend people go real heavy with these because you could damage a lot of tissue in your muscle. But if you're in tune with your body, you can probably go 70%, even maybe 80% of your one rep max. Keep the reps in a, in a sane place, 8, 10. Don't try to hit 15 and 30 with it and still get some great results. Now, have either of you ever put the leg bands on and just gone for a walk? Yep. Yeah. You have not. Okay, so 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 Gerard, did you do that after I talked about it, or did you just do it instinctively and say, "Let's see what this does"? I, I, I think um, I think I did get the idea from you. Um, I know that uh, the first time I did it, um, we were we were traveling, um, and I wasn't going to have access to a gym for a few days. So I said, uh, "You know, we're we're going for a two hour long walk. You know, let me put them on. I'll, I won't put the." crazy pressure on i'll do a little bit lower pressure but there'll still be uh some pressure and i'll go for a walk and uh and i had a really nice pump in my legs you know after that and you know i've been doing it um during cardio ever since uh if if i'm on a a bike or uh the treadmill i'll put the 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 leg bands on um and 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 knock that out and it, it really uh it really is quite a pump from just you know some, some simple walking. It, it, it's 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 insane crazy how, how that works. I literally so the first time I did this, I put the leg. Uh, the, and by the way, I, I get my I get the pressure up to around three hundred uh, to three fifty uh, milligrams of mercury, which is pretty close to the top end of of the, the recommended um, level. And I go for a walk. Now the only problem that I have is you know. The, the, the bands tend to want to rub together. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I find that putting them on under beneath my sweatpants and then putting my sweatpants on, that layer of cloth gives me – I don't notice that as much. Um, but I, I first time I went for a walk with them, 
I literally, like, after I got them off and was walking around the house, I feel like I squatted. I feel like I had just done a leg session. My quads were so pumped, and my calves were pumped as well. And it was insane. I thought, this has to be good. And so I am starting to think that doing uh, some moderate-level aerobic work with the bands on, uh, I'm not saying go out CrossFit and, you know, and do that crazy stuff. Although I would imagine if you lighten up on your loads, you could. You could. But I got a funny feeling that adding a, an aerobic component to training with them may actually be very beneficial. Any opinions on that, Rigo? Well, like this morning, I, I did some rope. I jumped some rope this morning before I headed out to work. Most, most and, undervalued, uh, underestimated workout in the world right there. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, I... I almost put them on. Like I thought about it. I'm like, ah, I put them on. I'm like, yeah, cause that I'm in the cycle right now of like work. You know, I do three days on working out three days off and I'm trying to cycle the mTOR, MK, you know, data. So I didn't know it would be aerobic for sure, but I didn't know if it would trigger mTOR by doing that. So I, I, I didn't do it, but maybe I should, you guys are doing it, you know, for walks. Uh, maybe I'll put them on next uh, tomorrow morning. I'll be jumping rope again in the morning. So maybe I'll, uh, I'll give it a try, but I think I mean it sounds like a great thing to try. It, so it really, it really ramps up cardio. Let's just get this up here. So Roger Paget says he used BFR to help stay in shape after a back surgery. Great pumps, but low weights, regardless of recovery from surgery. Uh, relative, and then he then he he added in relatively light. And I have a good friend who was in a car accident. I'm not going to mention his name because. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on around it. Um, and he literally lost like a vertebrae in his spine. And his right leg is shorter now than his left leg. Uh, and one of the things he did was wear the BFR bands uh, around his upper legs just throughout the day. And he would get up. So, and this is one of the things about BFR that people need to understand. So if you put the BFR bands around your legs, everybody just thinks, well, that's just hurt, helping your legs. But it also helps everything north of where they are because there's, there's restriction in blood flow that's, that's occurring up here because the blood can't get in past the gatekeeper fast enough. So you have kind of like this back pressure. And he would get pumps in his lower back from wearing them on his thighs. And he swears that that contributed to his ability to come back from this devastating car accident and and he's back in the gym and he's training hard again. So there is something to that. There's no doubt about it. Um, I, well, think, I, think, well, I feel it in the glutes, you know, and that's, that's North. Yep. Well, and when, I, when I wear them on my upper arms, my shoulders get pumped. My pecs get pumped more because the yep. same phenomenon is happening. It's, it's back pressure trying to get in there, and those bands are keeping the blood out. So you, you, it's almost like a compartment, compartmentalization of blood. It's really fascinating. I, I actually have wondered if there was any research that shows that it's beneficial to people who have heart conditions because you literally, by compartmentalizing blood in the limbs and taking blood out, let's say, of the core – then theoretically, pulmonary uh, blood pressure should drop. And pulmonary blood pressure is a big problem for people who have heart problems. And so I know no research has been done on that, I know. But it, when you apply some critical thinking, you realize that, in fact, 
since you know that you can feel pressure here from wearing them on your upper arms, that's compartmentalizing blood all around your body by putting them on. Well, I, I think if you train with them, you know, uh, the legs especially, um, you know, the, maybe not necessarily, you know, the, the blood, but just the, the hormonal response you'll get from, you know, the, the leg muscles working more than they would, um, you know, the, if you're just walking around or just standing around. I mean, when you were talking about jumping rope, you know, I, I think you know, everybody says, you know, they have the smallest calves in the world. If you did, if you did BFR with it, with jump rope for a month, you, you could add a, a, an inch to your calves. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I would not doubt it. I, right. I think that, that that nothing would get you a calf pump like that. No, you're right. And that's something I have to focus on right now because my left calf is atrophied from the two surgeries I had in 2018. Uh, here's what I want to do. I want to take a break and I want to see if I can try to get Tommy Duncan back in this discussion because I know he has lots to offer as well. And uh, I'm going to ask you when we come back about the downsides, uh, you know, a lot of people claim, oh, I don't want to have to wear those. Uh, I feel goofy going to the gym with them. They're a pain in the ass. So I want, I want to find out, you know, if there's any downsides in, in your opinions. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Be right back with more Superhuman Radio. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the B-Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me, and now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give B-Strong a try go to b s t r o n g dot training forward slash super hyphen human and use code shr for 10 percent off quest nutrition makes bars cookies chips and pizzas out of complete dairy-based proteins our products minimize net carbs and sugar without sacrificing taste each delicious chocolate flavored chip cookie chunk and crunchy crumble is custom made to maintain quest macros it's time to enjoy foods that work for you not against you it's time to enjoy your quest diabetes high blood pressure anxiety meds everyone's on them if you're a 50 year old male maybe a bit porky and have type 2 diabetes five hundred thousand dollars of term insurance should only cost about a hundred bucks a month call term provider speak with big lou at 800-352-9239 big lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes are overweight or have high blood pressure term provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance if you want affordable term life for you call big lou at 800-352-9239 lou is one of you and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor call term provider at 800-352-9239 big lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford 
Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-352-9239. 800-352-9239. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Cansee eye drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Cansee and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Cansee eye drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Cansee eye drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than Cansee eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. You've heard me talk about the chill pill on the show and how effective it is at helping people who suffer from social anxiety or sometimes when you just want to take the edge off uh, to a long, stressful day. Well, listen to this story from Dylan Goutreau. Definitely takes anxiety away, which I have a long history of having. Started out at two milligrams a day of Xanax. That was at eight years old. And so I stopped using benzos three years ago. Extremely difficult. Yeah. So I spent about three years trying to find anything and everything I could that would be healthy for me. Um, to help with anxiety because I'm talking, you know, full, full out panic attack. The, the chill pill was the first thing that I've found that actually in the middle of a panic attack I can take and it definitely uh, subsides. Go to drseeds.com. That's D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your first bottle of the chill pill. Check it out. I promise this is one supplement that delivers. This is the Superhuman Channel. Evolution just got kicked up a notch. Welcome back. That was, in fact, Marky Mark on that image. He uses the B-Strong bands. Pretty cool. And I actually like him. Of all the Hollywood celebrities out there, the guy is a solid dude, keeps his politics to himself. I love that about the guy. I really do. Hey, Carl, I have a question. Um, Gerard mentioned hormonal response, you know, for BFR bands. And I know, you know, one way to increase testosterone is to move heavy weight, you know, lunges, squats, that sort of thing. So BFR bands mimic, you know, using heavy weight. Do you, do we know? They don't, they don't, they don't mimic using heavy weight. So let me, let me, uh, so for decades now, Possibly even hundreds of years. I don't know. Um, there has been an ongoing debate uh, about if strength follows size or if size follows strength. And I don't think they – I think they are mutually exclusive. And, and so let me say this first, and then I'll tell you about the hormonal changes in, that we see from uh, blood flow restriction. So 
There's a lot of bodybuilders out there who build huge muscles who don't lift heavy weights. I mean, Ronnie Coleman was an anomaly, and that's why he was so fascinating to watch as a human being. I mean, the guy was so strong but so big. But if you look at Ronnie's training, he moved heavy weight, but he did high reps. Ronnie didn't do anything. I mean, okay, he didn't front squat 600 pounds that day for 12 reps. I think he only did it for five or six. But... You know, everything else he did, he did 12, 14, 15 reps. But he was just so strong that he was using the entire stack or he was using, you know, 315 in the, in the, in the, in the seated shoulder press. So here's what we do know. And I think that uh, Dr. Brad Schoenfeld has been uh, the best example. And he's a State University of New York guy. So, Gerard. Yep. Uh, he, he, you know, he showed that. You can build uh, big muscles by doing high volume without heavy weight. He, he's shown this. And we know this already. We know people like Lee Haney, who's going to be on the show soon. He, he, didn't, he wasn't squatting five, 600 pounds. Lee's motto was stimulate and don't annihilate. Yet he built massive muscle. So it's pretty understood now that working with heavy weight creates... Uh, neuromuscular adaptation, okay? But but doing volume, which we could say is high reps, changes the architecture of the muscle. And there's a lot of things to changing the architecture of the muscle. One of them is stretching the fascia. The fascia restricts the muscle from growing. The fascia is like the room that the muscle lives in. And if you want bigger muscles, you need to move the walls out a bit to make the room bigger. And so the pump does that. The pump does it causes fascia to stretch, which causes micro tears, and then new collagen is laid down, and it stays there. It's like, have either of you ever had to blow up those balloons that you make into an, uh, uh, dogs and animals? You ever see the balloon sculptures? The first time you blow that balloon up, you'll get pain in your jaw and in your neck from blowing it up. But then after it deflates, it's a little flaccid. And every time you blow it up after that, it, it kind of expands more and more and more till it uh, actually has some sh different shape to it. The muscle is very similar. Every time you get a pump, you're actually pushing that fascia to grow, number one. Number two, when the fascia grows, then fluid can be taken up by muscle cells. So the muscle fibers actually start to get plumper, if you will. So those are the structural changes from the pump. But the hormonal changes have more to do with growth factors. So IGF-1 is made inside the muscle when lactate builds up as a, as a, as a supercompensation approach for next time we train. So the body is always looking and trying to predict what it has to be prepared for. And so when lactate builds up in the muscle, which we associate with the pump, that triggers growth factors. IGF-1, IGF-1EC, uh, which is mechanical growth factor. There is some evidence that it actually can increase uh, some other hormones in, in the muscle that are happening in the muscle exclusively. So that the muscle can be prepared for the next workout and say, hey, we have, to, we have to get stronger. We have to get bigger. So when you have the pump, you are triggering these changes in muscle. Now, 
I would argue from an evolutionary perspective that being a person who gets a pump easily is actually an evolutionary deficit. Now think about this. You're running from a saber-toothed tiger. You don't want a pump in your legs, and you don't want lactate to build up. You actually don't want those things because they're going to slow you down. Now you have to push through pain to stay out of the jaws of this animal. So I would argue from an evolutionary perspective, which is this is very counterintuitive to most people. Those who get a pump easily are actually evolutionary compromised they would have ended up probably becoming food at some point in time because they, they wouldn't be able to hold on to the tree long enough and their muscles would start burning and they'd fall and boom, you know, they'd fall and be into the jaw of an animal. So one of the things that we know is that those who tend to get a really easy pump build larger muscle. Well, you can't depend on supplements to do that. The amount of L-arginine you'd have to take to actually increase nitric oxide production in the muscle will give you diarrhea. So most of those supplements don't work. But here's a way to mechanically cause congestion. And that's what we're talking about here. We're talking about muscular congestion. If you are a superhuman, chances are your body is designed not to develop muscular congestion easily so that you could run longer, so that you can work harder, so that that, that, that doesn't become a deficit. Here's a way to mechanically change that and actually cause muscle congestion on demand, even without weight. You could put the bands on and you could just flex and you'll get a pump. Yeah. So that those are the hormonal changes. Those are the architectural changes. And those are the challenges for some people to actually get a pump. So did that answer the question, Rigo? Well, I mean, yeah, but I was just curious if uh, there's been any showing that working out with BFR bands can increase testosterone levels. Like, I don't, know. I don't think that study is out there, but it may be. It may be. Uh, I think that uh, Sean Whalen is listening to today's show, uh, and if he is, he's over there at uh, Be Strong, and maybe he can actually uh, get us some information about that. Um, and, I, th- I think there, there's been some evidence in the elderly. So, you know, take that with a grain of salt because, you know, their testosterone is already lowered by age um, and untrained. So, you know, anything, you know, is, is probably any type of exercise is going to result in some type of difference. But I I think that that has shown that uh, BFR training um, can increase, you know, the testosterone, um, you know, but, it, it will it, in, in, in select in select groups of people. You're saying, yeah, in select group, exactly. You know, if you're, you know, twenty, you know, a healthy twenty, twenty five year old, then you know, BFR isn't going to give you the hormonal response that it would is if you were, uh, you know, uh, somebody who's seventy years old and and hasn't trained, you know, since they were uh, in college. You know, so um, you know, the, it depends on the population. Absolutely, I completely agree with that. Uh, and then also, um, we have a, a comment up here. So let's just get this up here from the audience. Uh, there's the uh, bestrong.training forward slash superhuman and use the code SHR to save 10% off. Plus, they have some unique financing for those people who go, wow, this is a little expensive for me. Well, they'll break it out over the course of months for you, make it easy. So Andy uh, Krushank 
says, interestingly, strength gains have been seen with BFR. I don't doubt this. I don't doubt it. Uh, this could be due to increased recruitment of type 2 muscle fibers. So I got a friend who was a former Army Ranger and owned a gym uh, here in town that I trained at. It was one of the original powerhouse gyms. And his name is Jeff Rui. And Jeff used to say to me, if you lift weights, you can't help but get stronger as long as progression is your goal. And, of course, we're going to see strength gains um, with BFR bands because we know, A, larger muscles are able to recruit more fiber. There's also a geometric – there's a geometry thing here. For those of you mathematicians, if you have a skinny fiber, so it's pulling side by side. Imagine you have a weight, you have a rope. And you and the other person pulling that weight are standing close together versus the two of you are standing very far apart. You actually are, you will develop more strength or more force or power if you are further apart. And geometry plays a role in that. We know that about things like pulley systems and so on. So as the muscle fiber goes from being very narrow to being plump, it actually changes the geometrical ability for that fiber to develop force. Uh, and, and, and so a plumper muscle fiber also has more uh, uh, calcium channel activity, which is one of the things that causes it to contract. So there's no doubt in my mind that training with BFR bands will make you stronger. Uh, and, and, but that is not the type of central nervous system adaptation that you get from lifting heavy weight, and you're not doing it from a lot of reps a lot of times. I mean, you know, guys who are squatting, they have a, they'll, they, they'll do a five-by-five. Five. That's high reps for them. They'll do three, two, and one. You know, that's what they're shooting for. So they're very, very different styles of training that elicit very, very different resi- uh, 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 responses from the body. But that doesn't mean that there isn't carryover. Guys who... Uh, strictly about strength get big muscles and guys who are strictly about the pump and more of a bodybuilding uh, uh, training they get strong so they're, they're not mutually exclusive but they are in if you're focused on i only want this to occur fastest if you're saying i want to be big fast then you would focus more on volume training if you said i want to be strong fast then you would focus more on low reps, high weight type training. And that, that's pretty, uh, pretty established. But you're absolutely right, Andy. There's no doubt about it. You will get stronger using BFR bands. And then the weight that you're, uh, the weight that you're doing for 30 reps is going to continue to go up. Now think about that. So, so the first time I got stuck at 405 when I first started deadlifting. And I don't know if it was psychological or whatever. And so I don't know. I, I've talked about this on the show before, but it's worth talking about again. And so what I ended up doing was I dropped the weight down to 365, and I did singles. But what I did was over the course of a couple months, I changed the rest time. So I started out doing a two-minute rest and doing singles with 365, and that was a lot lighter than what I could handle, but it's okay. And then after two, one or two weeks of that, depending on how I felt, 
I went from two minutes to a minute 45. I went from a minute 45 to a minute 30. I went from a minute 30 to a minute 15. I went from a minute 15 to 60. I went from 60 to 45. By the end of the exercise, uh, the, the, this training s- style, I was doing 10 reps with 405. Because I got that 365 down, and I was doing 10 reps. And then I just went back to my original uh, uh, heavyweight, 405, and I brought that right up to 10 reps in a couple weeks. So by condensing the time and sticking with a specific weight, you you can get stronger very quickly. And it's, it's yeah. an interesting concept. One, one thing I wanted to add is, you know, this is something that I noticed just the other day, actually, is... Um, you know, it, my example is not as heroic as your deadlift example, but you know, because it's it's uh, arm work. Um, pretty much, I've I've done BFR only arm work um, since since I purchased the the bands, and uh, I haven't done any curls or extensions or pushdowns without the the bands for a couple months. And just let uh, this past Saturday. Uh, I picked up a set of dumbbells and planned on doing, you know, uh, uh, a set of eight because that's what I did, you know, before the band. And, uh, and then, uh, you know, by set 13, I was, I was done. So, you know, that, that it's, you know, that, or I'm sorry, rep 13, I, I, I was, I so, was so done. Your, so, your, but, so your upper threshold for reps went up with that same weight. Yeah. So you're yeah, getting the, stronger. The, the, yeah. A weight that I was getting eight reps for before the bands, you know, two months ago, um, you know, the, and, and didn't train without the bands on arms, you know, that I, I curled it for, you know, 13 mainly easy reps, you know, they, and they weren't, they weren't cheater reps. They were, you know, the, uh, struggling. It was 13 quality reps for, for something I just picked up, you know, and planned to get eight done, you know, and so, you know, you definitely do get stronger when, even when you're not, training for strength with the bands. So one of the things I talked about early on when we first started talking about BFR was I think I was a little judgmental when I saw people coming in with bands on their upper arms and their, or even their legs. And mostly it was just their upper arms. I didn't see a lot of people wearing them on their legs. In my head, I would be like kind of snide about it. Like, oh, you know, you know, just lift weight, man. Come on. What are you doing? Right. Uh, and also, um, when I started, when I got my BFR bands, I felt a little dorky walking into the gym with them on a few times because I would put them on at home, and then I would drive to the gym and I'd walk in with them, and I would even wear them for hours after the training, which I found very effective for upper arms, by the way. Uh, and so, you know, part of the part of the, the the lack of adapting this technology, I believe, is the stigma of of wearing the bands, uh, Rigo. Did you feel that way? No, no. I'm a very I don't give a crap sort of guy. So uh, yeah, but no one's. I got a buddy at the gym who I you know I'm pals with, and he was like, "Hey, what is that?" And I, you know I kind of give him the, the quick rundown because I go to the gym before I go to work, so I don't have time to really do a lot of chat. I get in, get my work done, and I get out of there. So I gave him a real quick uh, spiel about you know what they were. And, but no, I mean, I go again so early that there's not a lot of folks there. You know, it's usually maybe yeah. 10, 12 dudes or, you know, a couple of ladies in there, at, you know, at that time, which is what I like. So does I don't anybody, know. Does I, anybody else ever ask you, like, what are those? Like, out of the blue, do people ever say to you, what, what are you wearing? 
No one's ever said it. Okay. No, not so far. Not in about, it's been a month and a half I've been using them, and no one's commented. Okay. What about you, uh, Gerard? I'm sorry. I'm pointing at you yeah, like I, you can I, see me pointing. Know, <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, I, most of the time, you know, I, I, I have, I have a home gym, so, you know, I don't have to deal with, you know, uh, what other people said. Um, but, uh, you know, what the, the few times that I've used them when traveling, um, you know, I, 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 I've gotten some looks, but you know, nobody's ever really said anything to me. Um, you know, who knows, maybe the look is coming from, you know, the fact that, you know, the, y- your arm feels an inch bigger than it was, you know, before you started training, know. you know, know. Th- th- that's what I want to tell myself at least, you know, um, you know, but it, I, I can understand why a lot of people might be, uh, shy, you know, when, when using them the first time, what, you know, cause, cause it's, you know, it, it is an odd behavior, um, you know, but I, it's proven to work, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I've always said, you know, when it comes to food, I'll eat just about anything. I'll eat cardboard if it's going to help me, uh, know. you know, you know, uh, improve and make progress, you know, so, you know, it, it you know, unless, unless we're talking about the, uh, the those eighties, uh, gym, sh- gym suits, you know, the, I, I think that might be crossing the line of things I would do right. to, uh, to get bigger <laughs> in the gym. So, um, you also mentioned, uh, Andrew, that um, Andrew, I'm sorry. <laughs> Where did that come from? Um, why do I? I, I just Ger- Gerard. I'm sorry. Uh, it's too many things going on in my head right now. You also mentioned that you like them because you can travel with them, and so you can walk yep. into a crappy hotel gym and actually like ramp up the quality of the of the workout. Yeah. I mean, you know, how many times have we gone to a hotel gym and, um, of course, there's no way there's a barbell there. So, you know, squatting and deadlifting is out. Um, you know, and if you're lucky, the dumbbell rack goes up to 50. Um, but, you know, it's so and if you you're lucky. Your and, if you're lucky and if you're lucky, both 50-pound dumbbells are there. Because I've been to gyms exactly. where there was just one. I don't know. what like I'm like, what happened to the other dumbbell? How is there only one? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, but if you go there and, you know, with the the right mindset and the bands, you grab the 50 pound dumbbell and uh, do a set of 30 goblet squats and and see how your legs feel with the bands. Mm -hmm. You know, and then when you're done with that, that. uh, grab the other 50 and then do, uh, you know, a set of 30 RDLs. If you if you can do that weight with the bands, you know, and and then, you know, you just got a phenomenal leg workout in, you know, with no weights. You know, um, and I think another place that the bands excel is, you know, if that if that hotel gym, if they have the leg extension machine, that dreaded leg extension machine, oh, yeah. you know, or a leg curl machine, you know, do leg extension superset with leg curls for 20 minutes and see how your legs feel. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, and, and, and so, you, you know, you can still get your a great workout in. When traveling, and you know what, it, it may it may be good for you to miss squat, you know, squatting and deadlifting with a barbell for a week, and, and just get focus on a pump in your legs. You know, you'll get back. I noticed that um, we we were traveling over the holidays, um, and you know, I didn't have any uh, access to any barbell equipment, so uh, it was just uh, dumbbell exercises for the legs and uh, a, a leg press machine. Um, you know, and so. So I, I really hammered, 
you know, the legs with the bands and, the, and those exercises. And then when I got back home and, and, and started squatting again, the, the, my squats felt better. Um, you know, the, whether that's from taking a week off or, um, you know, the, just the, the, the different exercises, you know, it, 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 it helped, um, you know, and if nothing else, it, it, the, the bands helped me keep my sanity where, you know, I was able to still get what my mind thought was a good workout in, um, you know, without really just, you know, destroying the body while traveling. So Aiden Ray asked the question. I'll let each of us will answer it separately. I'll let you guys go first. He says, "How long does the pump generally stick around uh, once removed after lifting?" Let's let's start with you, Rigo. I would say so. I have a you know I have an automatic. I have a stick shift car that I drive. So uh, after leg, I get in the car and it's hard to push the clutch in. I you know, I'm walking kind of wobbly get to work prop. I mean, it's, it's, I'm still feeling that. I mean, half hour. And and I'm not talking about like, Oh, I feel a little sore because I worked out. I mean, there's a pump there still 30 minutes later. And then it, so, you know, it starts to taper off after that for me, uh, arms and legs too, especially legs. How about you, Gerard? I've noticed that the BFR pump compared to a, 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 just a regular pump, it, it, it for me it lasts probably I would say double. Um, you know if I if I do a a, a real intense arm workout, um, I'll have a pump for maybe an hour or so after it, and then the, you, you can notice it's starting to go away. Whereas with the BFR bands, I, I've noticed that my arms still look and feel pumped probably close to two hours after the after the the workout. Um, you know, which, you know, the, the, it, it, it's, it, it's something, you know, it, it, it really shows there's a difference. I, it, it, I, I've noticed it. So I've, every time I've used them, I've never taken them off after training. I come into the studio wearing them and I'll continue to work. And while I'm sitting here, I'll just do these imaginary tricep extensions and curl tricep and I get the pump back that fast, and then it stays for, like, another hour. And if I don't take them off, I can continue to milk that pump. I'll sit here, and I'll straighten my legs out like I'm doing a leg extension and let them drop. And the quad gets – the truth of the matter is if you wear them, continue after the gym, say, for an hour or two. You continue to have that pump for an hour or two. That is going to have a profound effect on reshaping the fascia. That's going to have a profound effect on on causing fluid to be trapped in the muscle and stimulate that growth-provoking hormone drive. So uh, my attitude is if it's not occluded, right, if you're not completely cutting off blood supply, and we're not talking about that because that's dangerous. That actually will cause necrotic tissue. That will injure you. But if we're talking about restricting blood flow, which means you're still having blood passing through in and out of the muscle, but it's just being met with some resistance on the other side from coming back. You you can maintain the pump for six hours if you want. Just leave the damn things on. That that was one thing that, you know, that I, I, after I made the purchase, I, I wanted to reach out to the company and ask what their thoughts were is, uh, is this, is, is, are the bands something where I should leave on um, after training or 
is there a, a benefit to uh, re- saying, for example, like just releasing the muscle? Um, you know, and, and I, I, I've tried both. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, ne- I never got to, you know, uh, contacting the company to see what they would say. Um, but, you know, I've tried both, um, you know, uh, and I haven't seen any negative effects from leaving them on. Um, they, you, you, you're on, I know arms for sure. They definitely stay pumped. Um, if, if you keep them on and you know that what, what I've done is, uh, if at any point it starts to feel uncomfortable, that that's when, yeah. when I've, when I've removed them. So I've left them on so long and I know, you know me, right? Like I, I do everything to the wrong, to the to, to, to the wrong degree. I mean, Elisa tells me that all the time. She's like, you know, you just take things too far all the time. But I left them on so long that I actually got like, you know, when you pinch your skin, and you get a little blood, like a little liquid blister, like a little just fluid caught underneath the skin. I left mm. them on so long that I had like blisters where the bladder has the seam because it kind of pinched the skin right there. And when I took them off, literally, I had like a piece of skin come off. And so I learned to uh, put them on the outside of the shirt now when I wear them for a long period of time. And, that, and that's all you have to do. So the bladder isn't right up against your skin. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think it's fine to wear them for prolonged periods of time. I, I, but the one caveat I would say is if you're somebody who's been told – that you have a problem with blood clots, you have a high thrombotic index, you've been told that you probably need blood thinners, I wouldn't, wouldn't wear them for long periods of time. I'd stop wearing them after my workout. Because we don't want, um, if you already have a problem like that, we don't, we don't even want to occlude the blood in the muscle for long periods of time. And I take a baby aspirin at night before bed. I take you know, curcumin and ginger. And I, my blood is usually a little too thin, to be honest with you. But I think that's actually a better thing to have than too thick. So. Well, I wanted to say that I, I think the website says, you know, you shouldn't leave them on for over 20 minutes is what they say. I guess yes. I got to man up and start getting a little more experimental. Well, no, <laughs> but you, you got to understand, they, they have to stick to the guidelines created by the original Katsu scientists. Because outside of that is, if like for me, right? Like let's say I have them on for, for 10 hours one day and I end up uh, with some sort of thing related to a thrombotic event. And like I'm going to say, oh, I, you know, I got to sue them because they told me to leave them on. So you have to understand, they are, they're towing the line of what science has shown, how effective they are and how to best use them. But you know us in this community, we take everything, you know, and well, if a little bit's good, a lot maybe, maybe, and that's not always true with me. I know that a lot isn't always better, but I I just wanted to see if my muscles would remain pumped if I continued to wear them throughout the day, and they definitely do. There's no doubt in my mind about it. It's more of a CYA sort of thing. That's cool. Uh, I I, want to take a a quick commercial break. You guys can stay with me, right? Does anybody have to rush off right now? Okay. I want to take a break, and when we come back, I want to tell you what bad things, if any bad things. And then I want to know about what your progress is. What are you noticing? So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We couldn't have uh, Tommy on. He ended up uh, leaving. We'll have him on another show at another time. Uh, But stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Supreme Radio.
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Growing older. Sadly, for many, it can mean losing your independence and trading your home with a lifetime of memories for a bed in a lonely nursing home. But now there's Rejuvent, the science to resist aging. Each of us has two ages, a physical age and a biological one. We can't slow our physical age, but thanks to our breakthrough in longevity research, you can now take control of your biological age with Rejuvent Life Tabs, powered by Life AKG. Life AKG is critical for powering cellular energy, supporting detoxification, preserving DNA integrity, and lowering sources of oxidative stress. And that can mean more vitality and stamina in the years to come. Backed by over 20 years of research, Rejuvent is the science you need to resist aging. Rejuvent Life Tabs. It's about life. It's about health. It's about time. Hey, this is Carl. To learn more and save 10% off, go to GetRejuvent.com. That's Get, R-E-J-U-V-A-N-T dot com. Use the code SHR and get 10% off your first order. Check it out. Redcon One is one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the world today. That's because they produce supplements that deliver on their promises. From their flagship pre-workout Total War to their innovative whole food MREs and bars. Now you can get the deepest discount ever offered to any audience anywhere. Use code SHR and get 25% off all Redcon One products today. SHR and 25% off. Go to redcon1.com. That's R-E-D-C-O-N, the number one, dot com. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind, and honestly, these things are amazing. They have three to four net carb, less than one gram of sugar, and nine grams of protein. You can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them. The only question is, which flavor? Strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon? They're available at eatlegendary.com and Amazon. New Mass Pro Synthogen X2 just upped its own legendary game. To distance itself even further from the rest of the pack, Synthogen X2 now has double the key active ingredients. If you've ever wondered what steroid-like recovery feels like, Synthogen X2 delivers. See why others compare it favorably to powerful bodybuilding drugs at Synthogen.com. Mass Pro Synthogen. When you train with it, you'll gain with it. Are you still on the fence about Body Protection Complex BPC Oral from DrSeeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the C-Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC, Body Protection Complex, today. Do you use protein powder? Then you'll want to hear this. Thrive Protein is the single best protein blend in the world, built around what Mother Nature put into mother's milk. Thrive Protein is the first human-appropriate protein protein blend. There's just too much in Thrive to list in this commercial. That's why I'm challenging you to compare your current protein to Thrive. Get your current protein and go to thrivprotein.com and see how your protein's label stacks up to Thrive. For a limited time, get three pounds of Thrive for $59.95, including shipping inside the USA. That's thrivprotein.com and code COMPARE. Get ready to experience protein envy. This is the Superhuman Channel, where we use oxygen for the power of good. 
Welcome back. We're talking to Gerard Benton and Rigo Vargas. Let's get their names up here real quick. There we go. Look at that. So professional. I'm doing good with video, man. I got to tell you. I like this. I gotta get, eventually, I'll have a producer who sit and do the things I want done. Uh, but until then, it's, uh, I'm the chief, chief cook, bottle washer. I'm the waiter. I'm the maitre d'. I'm doing it all. Anyway, we're talking about BFR, blood flow restriction training. If you haven't heard about it, it's something that's really worth looking into. Uh, and, and actually, uh, I have a question here that kind of leads us to some of the uh, topics I want to cover now. So James Villapig says, uh, so what is the general consensus from you guys? What is it? Is it, it, it was this a worthy investment? Uh, is it providing what you had hoped? And if, is it performing as well as you expected or, 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 or better or not? We'll start with Rigo. Go ahead, Rigo. Yeah, I think they're great. Especially, I originally, I, I got the armbands because I thought I might as well get the complete set, you know, but I originally wanted them for legs mostly. And uh, I think in my original email to you, I said that I wasn't going to use the armbands as much, but I've been. I've been using them because it's, it's so much an amazing pump that – I mean, I would have to do drop down sets, you know, dropping down to, you know, where you're doing five pounds, but you can only do one. You know, I don't have time for all that. So you get the same pump from really, really getting after it. And as far as investment, yeah, I mean, absolutely. So you feel like your money was well spent. You don't feel you, you don't feel like, oh, man, I, I, I should have saved that money and done something else with it. No, I don't. Definitely not. Okay. And so, Gerard, how about you? You know, I, I agree. Uh, I, I think that it was definitely worth it. Um, you know, the, 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 the main reason, like we already talked about for me, was uh, to try and, you know, keep up a, a, what in my head was a, a, an aggressive training uh, schedule or training session um, while traveling and not having, you know, a, access to, you know, the, what I'm normal, uh, what I normally train with at home. Um, you know, and, uh, I, I think that they've definitely accomplished that, um, you know, later this year, um, I, I think they're going to be even more valuable to me. Uh, you know, my wife and I are expecting, so, you know, that's going to take a big chunk out of training time, you know, so if I can, uh, put the bands on and, uh, you know, if I didn't sleep last night cause of the baby, you know, <clears throat> So, you know, putting 315 on my back really isn't something that I'm interested in. But if I can put, you know, uh, 200 on the bar and uh, put the bands on and, you know, get a, a good pump in and in a real quick 20 minutes, you know, and, the, and then and then go back to work with the baby, then, you know, that I, I think that that is some that was one of the, the main things I had in the back of my mind was, um, you know, when uh when training time isn't going to be as available as it is now, I can, I can kind of condense uh, uh, an advanced training session in, in, in a, in a short amount of time. Yeah. And, and I kind of feel, I, I feel similar, you know, there, there are days where I just want to get a good workout in, but I maybe maybe didn't sleep well and I can put them on and I can get it done. So have either of you recommended them to other people or are you keeping it your own secret? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell anyone who, who asks, um, like I said, if someone at the gym came up and was like, except for the one buddy of mine, no one's asked. But if someone said, hey, 
you know, what do you think? I'd say, you know, yeah, give them a try. I would. Yeah, I, I've mentioned it, you know, that, that you know, that I, I can get a, a great workout in, in in a short amount of time without having to, you know, lift, you know, the, these heroic weights, you know. So I, I've certainly mentioned it to, the, you know, the people that aren't as interested, aren't as they, they don't enjoy the gym the way that I do. Yeah, right. Just training. I know the, some of us in this audience, we just love to go in and train. It doesn't matter. Um, what, 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 where do you see opportunities that the company can capitalize on making modifications and changes? Rigo, you're, you're, you've got to be a very pragmatic guy just by nature of how you work. You, you must look at these and go, man, it would be great if they had this or it would be better if they had that. Or Where are the, short, the, the shortfalls in this? Um. Some little nuances, and, you know, this is just uh, what I thought. You have the pump. So, you, you know, your your pumps, are, you know, two, mine were making 230 for the arms and 280 for, 280 for the legs. Mm-hmm. So that's set. But when you put the bands on, the, the, like the Velcro tail straps, you don't always get in the same spot. And so that can affect what pump. So, is still, even though they said, I think the gentleman who is in the company said it's idiot proof, but maybe my level of idiot is a little higher than some. But even then, it's hard. You don't have real consistent wrapping. And so that makes the pressure inconsistent as well. So I don't know if maybe putting numbers on there or little. little uh, you're, you're talking little, about on the actual Velcro itself, right? So, so, so I, I find this too. This yeah, is interesting. So, yeah. yeah so I, I, I find this too. And, and, and so I have to start out every time I put the bands on, I make sure that the bladder is completely deflated mm-hmm. and, and then yeah. I pull it to the I pull it to pretty much the same point where, where the, the, the two, the material at the edge of the bladder is about that far apart, almost pinching my skin. If I don't make sure that the skin doesn't get caught in it, I, I know what you're talking about. You have to mm-hmm. really, um, you have to really pay attention when first putting them on. The other thing that I do, and I don't know if you do this, but like I make sure that the, the arm or the leg is completely limp. Like I'll pick, yeah. I'll pick the foot up off the floor and let my knee break just a little bit and just let the leg dangle there. And I'll move it around until the, 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 the indicator on the dial. And I go, Oh, that like, that is, it's the lowest pressure right there because my leg is completely relaxed. And then I pump it up in that position. So I always make sure that my arm or my leg, I look at the, the dial and make sure that it's the lowest pressure. I'm not adding resistance by having my leg a certain way or my arm flexed a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think that there's a lot of trial and error in, in using them that I know that when I first got them, you know, I went on the, the manufacturer's website and watched the videos to see how to, how they should be applied. Um, and I thought that that was a good starting point. Um, but there was a lot of times where I, I, I just had to experiment with them myself. You know, there were times where I would put the arm ones on and, uh, I could barely feel my hand on my right arm and my left arm. It didn't even feel like I was wearing the band yet. The pressures were the same. Right. So it took a lot of practice in um, the uh, put, putting the bands on. And like you said, you know, the, the depending on the position of the limb, 
can affect the pressure. You know, I, I've put the band on, you know, and I'll have my arm hanging at my side. And then if you lift your arm above your head without changing the pressure, the pressure reading changes, right. You know, it flex your muscles, the pressure reading changes. So, you know, the, it, it takes some practice in getting um, your limb completely limp so you can get an accurate pressure reading and accurate on both sides of your arm. Right. Or, Interesting. You know, so a lot of us who are using them are starting to understand that. And probably there would be a, a, the opportunity for the company to produce a good video showing yep. that, like, you know, if you, if you lock your leg out, you're going to see the pressure go up. You don't want to start there. You want to make sure that you're at a point where the pressure is the lowest it possibly can be before you, and then keep your arm or your leg there and then start pumping from there. I agree with you. Yeah. I've, I've found the same thing. And I think most people who are uh, intelligent will start to notice like, wow, when I do this, uh, it changes, it, it goes up. And when I do that, it, it goes down and uh, I need to be in the lowest possible spot in order to do this right. Yeah, I mean, the, the videos are for, you know, they're general recommendations. So you, you got to, they're a good starting point, but you got to pay attention to the feedback, you know, every time you use the bands, I think. Um, you know, I, I one thing I noticed, especially with the arms, um, I think the video has uh, a, a woman uh, demonstrating them, you know, and she's got, you know, the, a, a sleeveless shirt on. Um, you know, whereas, you know, I, I don't really, re- re- I rarely train, uh, without sleeves. Um, so I found that, uh, if I, if I wore a sleeveless shirt versus a t-shirt versus, you know, something like a sweatshirt material, that it was completely different. And, um, I, for me personally, I, I, I found it best with like a t-shirt, yes. um, underneath, um, you know, the, for, for the legs, uh, I, I found it best if you can use like, you know, the, the those compression pants or so a thin layer like that works best for the legs. Um, you know, sweatpants, they, they just, they seem to get, yeah, you know, you're going to use sweatpants. You got to get underneath, you got to get right on yeah, your leg. Yeah. yeah that, that's what I found. So the, it, it's what I've noticed is a lot of trial and error to find out, uh, what what is most comfortable but you know that and and by comfortable i mean um you know you're not you're not hurting yourself but you're still uh getting the desired effect out of the bands and so i want to take our last commercial break and when we come back i want you to tell me about what you've noticed have your arms gotten bigger have your legs gotten bigger do you see the progression changing in you this is our last commercial break stay with us i got to go clean up our feed Every time I do a Facebook Live, I always get some schmuck who decides to post stuff that has nothing to do with the discussion. Uh, I got a guy who's an ex-Mr. Universe, and he usually puts paragraphs of stuff, has nothing to do with discussion. They just drop this stuff on me. So the interesting thing is I'm very close to 5,000 friends on Facebook. If I accept any more, I'm going to be like forced to start a new page, like a, uh, I don't know, public figure page. I don't want to do that. So I've been thinking about how do I start deleting people from my Facebook friends list? Well, I just found out. I'm going to delete this guy and take his crap off the off the thread. And the other guy who always comes over and drops little bombs promoting himself as a genius, I'm going to delete him too today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and have type 2 diabetes, $500,000 of term insurance should only cost about 100 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. If you want affordable term life for you, call Big Lou at 800-352-9239. Lou is one of you, and will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call Term Provider at 800-352-9239. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Call Term Provider, speak with Big Lou, and save on term life. Call 800-352-9239. 800-352-9239. Men and women, you've heard about hormone optimization. Do you feel like it's something you want to look into? RenewLifeRx.com is the place to start. Their doctors can help you with the solutions. RenewLifeRx.com has a simple process for lab work, consultation, and taking a deep dive into where your hormone levels can be improved. Superhuman radio listeners get 30% off your initial lab work and consultation. Go to RenewLifeRx.com to schedule your no-obligation phone consultation today. Feel younger, get in better shape, and be more productive at RenewLifeRx.com. You've heard about blood flow restriction training since 2006 on SHR, but you're still on the fence. Well, here's the push. BFR is more effective at building muscle than anabolic steroids. That's right. I went there, but it's because it's the truth. My experience with the Be Strong blood flow restriction system is proof to me. And now I'm asking myself why I waited so long. You'll see undeniable changes in the targeted muscles in days and weeks like nothing you've ever tried before. I will never stop using them. Give Be Strong a try. Go to b-s-t-r-o-n-g.training forward slash super hyphen human and use code SHR for 10% off. Hey, this is Carl. For 14 years, you've heard me talk about Can-See Eye Drops, and they being the reason that I do not need reading glasses at now 61 years old. But I regularly get emails and messages from people who've been using Can-See and having some amazing results. Recently, I got an email from a fellow named Chad, who, because he was on dexamethasone eye drops for over six months, developed a cataract. Can-See Eye Drops actually reduced my cataract to the point where even my doctor has a hard time finding it. I will never stop using Can-See Eye Drops twice a day. I've been using them since 2008, he says. And you should be too. There is no better way to keep your eyes healthy and seeing clearly than can see eye drops. Go to wisechoicemedicine.com today and get on board and we will both be looking into the future with very clear vision. Do you remember those delicious toaster pastries you had when you were a kid? You know, the rectangular sugar-filled snacks? Well, guess what? Legendary Foods has just made low-carb toaster pastry. This is the first of its kind and honestly these things are amazing they have three to four net carb less than one gram of sugar and nine grams of protein you can eat them right out of the wrapper or lightly toast them the only question is which flavor strawberry or brown sugar cinnamon they're available at eatlegendary.com and amazon 
Are you still on the fence about body protection complex BPC oral from drseeds.com? Listen to Maggie Kuhn, one of the owners of the Sea Bus Lifting Company, Jim, in Columbus, Ohio. I had been having some nagging tendon issues that weren't injuries, just, just things that were annoying. You know, I'm 58 years old, so just older tendon kind of issues. For us powerlifters, you know, we really don't stop training when we have just nagging issues. We just kind of keep pushing through. And I started the BPC. What I noticed was I was doing some heavy tricep stuff that um, that would have killed me um, before when I had an elbow problem, and I was able to do this with literally no pain at all. Go to drseeds.com, D-R-S-E-E-D-S.com. Use coupon code SHR and save 20% off your bottle of BPC Body Protection Complex today. Build muscles, burn fat. It's Superhuman Radio. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with me, guys. So... Sure. Let's just summarize something. Um, let's let, let's go ahead and start with uh, Gerard. Have, what have you noticed? Have you noticed that your muscles are bigger? Yeah, I, I don't have numbers for you. Yeah, the, you mean I, you don't I, you don't I, you don't tape your arm in the bathroom when no one is looking? You know, I I did it for years when I started, and then and the, I'm so afraid of the tape measure now because I would measure, and it would never change. You know, but I when I look in the mirror, I I, I do feel bigger. I, I feel like my legs uh, are, are more defined um, and, and, and I, my arms just feel bigger. So, you know, they, they, when I, I, we have a mirror that I walk by a, a lot of times during the day and, uh, you know, you like what you my see. Arms wider. Yeah. You, you like what you see. Yeah. What about I, you? I Rigo? What about you? Uh, well, my legs, I got about actually, I just pull out the tape measure right now. Actually, I have about a quarter inch more on the thighs. You know, um, wow. it's a good day or not. You know, you never know. That's really uh, well. Wait a minute, but you've only been using them for about a month, right? Yeah, about a month and about a week. Yeah, that's not shabby. I mean, you know, I mean, look, man, I've done a lot of juice back in the day, and <laughs> no, I did, and I never put on the muscle I thought I was going to with that a level of, of gear that I was using. And I always trained hard and I always ate a ton of protein. Uh, I, I saw changes in my, my, my arms never grow. I'm one of those guys. Like, have you ever seen Bass Rudin? You know, who Bass Rudin is the, the MMA fighter. He's got the tiniest little biceps, but they're, they're almost like hydraulics. They're, they're so fast and they're so strong. And I'm one of those guys that never really saw, the equivalent growth in my upper arms as I have in my chest and my back and my legs. My legs are pretty skinny right now. But with that being said, and wearing these just like five or six times and going to the gym and wearing them for hours after I trained, I immediately saw changes in my biceps that I thought to myself, I didn't see these changes on two grams of test and a gram of, of, uh, of DECA and uh, 600 milligrams of trend a week. I didn't see those changes in my body that fast. No, I, I, I agree. I, I think in, in a short amount of time, it, they definitely, but my limbs appear bigger. Uh, and, and, and like I said, they, they seem more defined, you know, whereas, you know, the, it, it's not just like, you know, kind of, they, they don't just look bigger. They're, they're, they look leaner too, you know, uh, and, and, you know, the, the, the veins, when, when you do have the pump, the veins definitely show more, I know. I know. Um, you know, the, the, than they used to. For me, oh, my mind, even good. I'm sorry, Rigo. Go. Yeah, even when you take them, I mean, just walking around, I got 
a lot more vascularity now in my arm. There's definitely a lot more definition for sure. Um, Yeah. So for me, it's like, why wouldn't everybody use these? What do you think? I I think, I think they're still somewhat cost prohibitive. Uh, You know, in that, but I mean, the, uh, you know, everything is cost prohibitive when it's brand new. You know, I, I, I think, Eventually, over time, you know, they, they may come down uh, in, in, in price, you know, the, whereas, you know, the, you can go out and get get a pair for $150, you know, they, you know, the, so, you know, that, that, that's what the, a month's worth of Starbucks coffee right there. So, you know, the, well, they're, they're, it, right now they're, they're around $400 and then you get a 10% discount using the code SHR. But the other thing about it is they have like a six month same as cash program. That you could break out the payments over the course of six months, and that, to me, that kind of like we, we, that that lowers the threshold of entry completely because people are paying, you know, fifty, sixty dollars a month for supplements that don't work. Mm-hmm. I think that's just it. I think folks don't really crunch those numbers and go, "Man, I just spent you know one hundred and twenty dollars a month on some protein powders and other things where they could do this one hit." and be done with it. it. I guess it's hard for folks to grasp their mind around that, that, that idea. Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely a worthy investment. And I, and I, I, and I get it. When people look at that money, they think, man, I'm going to spend $400 right now. But I think that if B strong wants to take a page out of my book, they'd get rid of that. You know, when you see these expensive things on TV, right? They never say the price. They only say just three payments of fourteen ninety nine a month, you know, six payments of seventy five dollars a month, and you think, oh, seventy five dollars, I can handle that. I really think that they, as a as a marketing company, they should change their business model, not even put the price out there, and just say, you know, for five easy payments of sixty dollars a month or whatever it comes out to be, you can have them too. People have an easier time saying yes to $60 over the course of six months than they do to $400. Ugh. Yeah. That's it, just my it, opinion. It, it might be the stigma, too, like you mentioned earlier, about having to put them on at the gym. You know, if you work out at, like, a douchebaggy sort of gym, I can see where some guys, you know, might think, eh, I don't need to do all I don't even want to hear it. You know, I don't want to do that. So that could be it, too. Uh, and it is expensive, as Gerard said, too. But it could be a little bit of a, I don't know, I, and I do. I do. I, see, I think that's what it is to me. I don't think it's the price because people will justify spending big money all the time. I think it's that that stigma uh, of uh, putting these on and wearing them to the gym. But but here's the difference. Here's Marky Mark wearing them. Hold on, let me put him back up again. So here's Mark Mark Wahlberg wearing them. Mark is no slouch. He's a dynamite guy, and here he is wearing them. So I think the more people wear them, like you and me. Uh, and people see them and start asking questions and find out, wow, this is a more efficient way to build muscle faster while uh, handling safe, controllable weight. I think the more people, once we get to that hundredth monkey threshold where there's enough people yeah. in, the, in, the, in the gym wearing them, that stigma is going to go away. And in the meantime, we will have been using them probably for a couple of years already by then. So. Well, I mean, you got you got to. I mean, the, everything is going to take time. You know, I, I'm sure there was a time where the guys in the gym that were wearing squat shoes and a belt were they they were ridiculed because uh, you know you you 
you, you lift with a, you need a belt to lift this weight. You know, that how, how do you call yourself a man? You know, right. kind of thing. Right. You know, that, so, you know, that I, it, 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 it took time. And now, now everybody has to have a belt. You, you can't lift heavy without a belt, you know? So, you know, the, I, everything, you know, I'm sure, you know, uh, needs time to be accepted. And, you know, who knows, maybe Mark Wahlberg's the one that's going to help it. Cause it needs, and everything needs a name, you know, they, you know, that, the you know the it, same with kettlebells you know the, the kettlebells you know what fifteen years ago what is this odd shaped thing yeah, right. that nobody used and now right. you know every gym has to have kettlebells people got them you at know, home so, now people have them in yeah, their home yeah, yeah you're they, right they're the miracle equipment at home you know because you have you have this one bell you can you know at, at home you can get a full workout in. You know, whereas, you know, they, they were the weirdest, oddest things years ago. So, you know, who knows? Maybe, you know, the, the bands will be the same thing, you know, in, you know, 10 years. I want to thank you guys for staying with me for the whole show. I told you originally it was just going to be an hour, but we had a lot to talk about. And I want to give each of you plenty of time to, to, to discuss. And I think in summary that these are a win. I think anybody who invests in them, uh, you will see good results. You'll be happy you spent the money. And if you take advantage of the um, terms that they offer, uh, at bestrong.training forward slash superhuman, use code SHR. Not only 10% off, but you can break it up into six monthly payments that make it very, very easy to swallow. Guys, thanks a lot for, first of all, listening to the show and being part of the audience and being willing to come on the show and talk about your personal experience today. And you, they were given nothing in return for this interview. I should have said yeah. that at the beginning. No one's offered them any money. Nobody's offered them anything at all. It's just been two guys who wanted to share their information. And we'll get Tommy Duncan on so he can share his as well. Thanks a lot for everything. And we'll see everybody tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. We'll have uh, Coach Rob on. And uh, it'll be a Blueprint Power Hour. we got great shows planned all week. I think we're going to have Ben Greenfield on on Friday. We're working out the details of that about his new book. All right. Thanks for listening. See you later. See you later.